Well, hello, friends. Welcome to the From Busy to Rich podcast, the podcast designed to help advisors increase their profitability and quality of life. Today, we're in part three of a series called Practically Pretty, Interest to Make Your Business Beautiful. In today's episode, we're going to discuss what can uh, that, what you can make every day. You can make every day, uh, despite what happens or doesn't happen, you can make every day a beautiful day. So, Wes, how are you, my friend? I'm doing wonderful, Annie. It's always great to see you and, and really like where we're going to go today in uh, in kind of our, our core topic. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, Justin, how are you today, my friend? I am grateful to be here. Oh, stay oh, on. Oh, look at that. Look at that. What a stay on brand. Thank you. Very good job. Good job. Good job. Hey, I want to start off today's uh, episode by reading a podcast review someone left on iTunes. If you'd like for us to read your review, guess what? You got to leave a review. So go to iTunes and do that. Uh, just uh, look for uh, Wes Young or Busy uh, from Busy to Rich and just type that in and it'll pop up uh, on your iPhone or on your Mac. Uh, here it is. Ready? Ready, Wes? Wes hasn't seen these. This is why it's fun. Uh, Baller7733. I think it's a guy he plays basketball with. Uh, he said this. Uh, first, the title is powerful. That's the title of his, his review. Wes is a great advisor and an amazing person. I always learn something when I hang around him and listen to his content. Keep it up, bro. So I don't know if you and Baller are on the same basketball team, intramurals, something, you know, but, but you, Baller, Baller7733, thanks for your kind words for Wes. Thank you, Baller. Yeah. <laughs> he misses Dodgeball League, I think is the that's that's right, Dodgeball. We dodgeball have a very competitive Dodgeball League. That actually would not surprise me if you, if that was true and it's not. Uh, but I mean, I my, my physique is more fit for a dodgeballer than a basketballer. Is that what you're saying? And you know, let's stay positive. And I want to stay, <laughs> I want to stay employed. So, uh, so yeah, Wes, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, and again, it's the idea that you can make any day a beautiful day despite what happens. Yeah. Well, I'd pull that off. <laughs> yeah. Th- this is fun. This is, I mean, when I think about things that have, and I, I we're in a fortunate position, Andy, and you, you, you as well from, getting to spend time with literally hundreds, if not thousands of advisors and have a front row seat to their practice and how it's evolved and how it's changed over time. There there are things that when you peel back the layers of those practices that show up every single time, they are consistencies for people that have a beautiful, what I would call a beautiful practice, meaning they they, they're doing a lot of the things you might do and they are seeming to enjoy it so much. They, they have a, nothing. it's not hard and they go, don't think are difficult things, but, but there are, there are things that when you can see that is the kind of future that I would want, or that's the kind of practice I would want yeah. that when you peel back the layers, I mean, there's fundamentals, there's truths out there. And, and our big idea that we kick this whole thing off with is that there, there are truths that when discovered and applied will make your life better and make you better at life and make your practice pretty. It'll make your business beautiful and, and and make your life beautiful. And and that's really what we've been going over here um, as we kicked it off. And then last week when we talked about having an exciting vision and what the exercise for that was. Um, and today we're going to be digging down the 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 other side of that, which we'll, we'll talk more about. But that's going to just be one of those guardrails. It's one of those things that when you when you find that truth and you apply it and you apply it. I mean, we had a whole podcast on application because unapplied truth is like unapplied paint. Doesn't do anybody any good. You know, it's, so, so we got to apply it. Practical application is key. And it's one of the themes of all of our podcasts, but we had a whole session on it this time. I just love watching what happens in the life of an advisor, not just in their results that they produce, but the, 
the atmosphere that they exude. Um, so my daughter, she cooked uh, cookies the other day. And when I walked in, I could sm- it, the atmosphere that that the senses was just like, yeah, this is wonderful. It's I, I love this smell. Um, and and you know people are like that. And you ever you ever have a person that that I mean they're they're doing life they're they're living but boy they're just their atmosphere smells so good they, that what they're yeah. doing they they seem to be having so much fun and it's attractive and beautiful and that's the kind of life I want I want our our advisors listening to this podcast to get to create. I want them to go, man, this, this smells great. This is awesome. Have you ever, uh, not on topic, but just a little deeper and I could be wrong. You might go, no, Andy, that's weird, but here it is. Ready? Okay. Have we can, you ever we walk- can edit it out. If, if, if- <laughs> now nah, leave it in. People, people like to, to hear the goof, goofy stuff. Have you ever walked by someone and like felt like, wow, like, like I've been just around or in a room and been like, this person just has this, and it's not just confidence. It's just this joy. And it's not because they were loud or laughing. I was just like, this person just sort of gives off this peace or happiness, like all of the above, where I'm just like, they're attractive in a way that it's, it's not, it's not measurable. It's not tangible, but it's there. Yeah. No, I, I exactly know exactly what you're talking about. There are certain people, um, that you just want to be around. You just yeah. like, maybe it's maybe it's that word magnetic or something like that. Yeah. But it's almost like it's even weird. Like you don't you've never met them. Yeah. Uh, now, as a as a Christian, I find that it's someone that I'm like, OK, there's something pouring out of you that, you know, they're not yeah. always Christians, but it, there, there's something. And I, I think that the, the one of those one of those things where, you know, it when it's that, you know, when someone is joyful and and, and vibrant and you want to be around them. And the opposite is also true. When someone's not, yes. you're like, oh, boy, this this feels like I just drove by a skunk. This everything yeah. stinks around this person. And it, and it's, and it's not, and that's the other thing when you drive by a skunk, right? It's not like, Oh, I was a skunk. Nope. It lingers and it lingers right. and it lingers. And you're just trying to get away from it as long as you open the windows. It's like, it's just, and that's some people when you're around them, you're just like, you got to get away. Right. Yeah. Yep. No, and that so- happens every day, every day. Absolutely. So how do we overcome this? How do we make sure that we're the kind of person? Uh, while we're we're focusing on becoming and building a beautiful business and becoming a more beautiful person that 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 people want to be around, um, how how do we have and create that condition? No matter what happens in our day to day life. Yeah. So so this is what I think. I'm going to set this up. Um, we talked about this last time. I talk about this all the time because I think it's so critical to our our awareness of how we live our lives. We all have this gap between where we are and where we want to be that never goes away. It just moves. No matter how much success you have, how far in the road you get, um, there you get to whatever destination in your mind you thought was next. And there's always a next. And in our, what we talked about last time was how there is this tendency in an unhealthy state. Cause it, the gap in itself is very healthy when you, when you're mindful of it, it's you, you give you like the having that desire to want to create a better tomorrow than today it is fuel. It's fuel to, to, uh, be excited about doing things today because they're going to get you where you want to go tomorrow. It's, it, it gives you the excitement to do some things you, you may not want to do, uh, today. Like I, I don't often like love going to the gym. I love when I'm done because I think it's going to prepare me for a future that I want to inherit most. But so it's, it's fuel, right? 
But here's the thing. In an unhealthy state, there are kind of these two poles that we can dance in. One is we can we can burn out because we're so focused on where we're going that we're not really enjoying where we are. And that's kind of where mm-hmm. we're going to go today. The other is you can rust out, right? You can, you can get so tired. It's like life becomes an endless set of, of obstacles that never get overcome or an endless set of problems that never get done instead of an exciting opportunity that you get to pursue. And so you just give up on the future or you just, you start, you start grabbing hold of things, Andy, that, um, you, tr- you trade, you trade what you want ultimately for what you can have immediately. Because oftentimes we just don't remember or we've never defined what we want ultimately. And, and so part of keeping this healthy and like having a really beautiful journey in the gap, because it is journey, you're going to spend your entire life in the journey. And if you want a beautiful practice and you want to have a beautiful business, um, one of the best ways I know to do that is to be super aware of two things. One is what we talked about last time. What is my exciting vision? Right. And regularly designing and reminding myself of that over and over again. So you can go listen to that if you missed it last week. But the opposite is true too. Because, in this, and this is most people listening to this right now. I, I mean, it's just there. I will paint a broad brush. It's not everybody, but it's most people. You are so focused on where you're going that you really don't often, it's easy to get to a place where you don't enjoy and appreciate where you are. And the thing about life, Andy, is every one of us have in our lives right now, something we once prayed for or hoped for, depending on your, you know, your faith tradition. Mm-hmm. And, and, but, but we often, you know, remind ourselves of our problems more than our blessings. And, and the thing is, if I'm so focused, even on a good vision, a good way forward, I can get kind of ugly in my, in how I'm experiencing life. I can, I can kind of smell bad in, in how I'm navigating this gap, even if it's towards a really good thing, because I'm, I, I am not happy or mindful about where I am on my way to where I'm going. I'm not counting my blessings. And, and so if I had to say, Hey, the truth that I want you to discover and apply, that'll make your life better, make you better at life, make your practice beautiful today. It goes hand in hand with that create an exciting vision and it's now create and maintain a grateful condition, a grateful condition. And, and so as, as we think about this and I want to play around with this with you guys for a second, sustaining a grateful condition, it it really is the thing that prevents you from burning out. Yeah. It it is that, that element that you stop. And, and, and again, we're, we're, achievement focused. We're, I'm not saying this is not about the absence of ambition. So don't, don't miss here what I'm saying here. A grateful condition allows you to, to really take the time to be amazed about the things that have happened in your life. In fact, there's a, a, a guy I got to uh, have dinner with that is a, a really good communicator. He wrote a book called What Drives Winning. His name's Brett Ledbetter. And uh, he spoke at a meeting that I spoke at and we had a, a, a dinner afterwards and and we were just talking about he he's a coach to coaches. So like he he coached Coach K as an example. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of this guy. Yeah. yeah. And uh he coaches a lot of does workshops and coaches a lot of collegiate athletes as well. But one of the fascinating things that he talked about, Andy, was this exercise. He says, you know, because you if you were a top performer in in high school, all, all which all of the collegiate athletes were, right? They were the best at their high school. There's no question about it. He says, then the funny thing happens, they get to college. Everybody's the best at their high school. And so it's like you got these top performers. He said, and, and mentally, sometimes actually the, 
the better performers who it's it's the guy who was second or third at his high school that actually becomes a top performer automatically at the college level. And a lot of it had to do with two things. One was reps with adversity, reps with adversity, because the, the guy who was second, he was always trying to be first and, and, and he worked really hard, but he kind of dealt with that and he just moved forward and he's grateful to be in college and doing what he's doing. Guy yeah. who was first doesn't like being second and he's never had to deal with that mentality before. And oftentimes it affects their, affects their performance. So what he has them do is this exercise that's brilliant and it's brilliant, not just for them. It's brilliant for us is he says, here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down everything that has happened that you are proud of and grateful for since mm. you were 15. And, and that relates to, it can relate to all areas of life, but he's like specifically on where you're at in your athletic achievement and ability. And, and, you know, so they write down these things. They're like, uh, are we want you know, a high school championship or I was, uh, you know, on the all-star team or, uh, all American or whatever, got, got into the university of wherever, you know, we'll say TCU because that's where my son goes at any the university of TCU and, um, on a scholarship got, so they go through all these things, Andy and, and then he says, now think about this for a second. If someone were to go back in time and tell the 15-year-old version of yourself, all these things are going to happen, would yeah. you be happy? And hands down, they all answer the same. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then he looks at him and he says, so why aren't you? And, and I think that's true for you and, and for me is that whatever you focus on gets bigger. And if we don't take regular time to focus on, hey, what, what, what do I have in my life right now that I want to pray for? What am I, I grateful for? If that's yeah. in my hand today. And it doesn't mean you don't have a fire to want to make it better. That, that's not what I'm saying. It is that I need to be so aware and, and regularly every morning, again, the exercise is every morning. I'm going to take time to renew my mind to the list of things I'm grateful for. I have a gratitude list. And, and by the way, both of you guys are on it. Just, just so you know, I'm grateful for you in my life. And, and, and I have a litany of people on this thing on our team and our clients and, and all these things that I, I'm, I'm happy about that again, I mean, I, 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 you got to take time to celebrate that because you know what that does for me. And I, I'm curious just to have you guys open up on this. I go to the day and stuff doesn't bother me as much. It just does. I, I'm lighter. I smell better. I, I live more beautifully. And I've got a high emotional fitness. It's like an exercise that if lifting weights builds your muscles, a gratitude list and reminding yourself of it. Build right. your emotional fitness to be able to roll through the day. And even though you go through the same thing that somebody else is going through, you're just better at it. You're lighter. Doesn't bother you as much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say this briefly. I think that the, what you're talking about is anchoring your emotional life on something that you choose where the anchor goes and how, how, how strong the anchor is versus not having an anchor. If you're not anchored, you know, it's really practical. If you're not anchored, and the wind blows, you go where the wind blows, right? I don't care how much you hate the wind or you wish the wind wasn't there. It's too late. You didn't anchor. But if you anchor yourself, especially if you anchor yourself well enough, that wind can blow and blow and blow. And you can go, well, it's windy today. Uh, I'm not affected by the wind because I'm anchored, right? And I think that emotionally, that when you, and you have to anchor first, right? You can anchor later. I'm going to anchor now. Too late, <laughs> right? It's really hard to do that. You're going to be, you know, so I think that the key is to anchor early, anchor often, and then when things come. This is not an if conversation, my friends. <laughs> this is when. When things come, because here's the thing. It, it, we're not talking about preventing things from coming. They will come. 
right? Uh, you are going to be better off because you will be the stable one because you've anchored yourself in things that you know to be true versus in that moment when emotions. And this is for people I, I have a difficult time being around people who it's wish this, everything's good, everything's bad. And this is the worst I've ever heard. And it's, you know, this person got elected and the whole world's going to change. And it's like, you know what? Just where are you anchored? Cause it seems like you're not anchored anywhere other than maybe like what station you watch too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that would yeah. be my take on it. I, I love that. And you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that it, again, what you focus on gets bigger. And, and if you allow other people to give you what you focus on, it's typically not healthy and it's typically not preparing you to live the most beautiful uh, version of life that you can live. You may accomplish a lot. You may, you may get a lot of stuff done if you're super future vision focused, but without that other guardrail in place to remind you of the things that you want to pray for, that you're grateful for, that kind of stirs the goodness of your spirit and your gratitude. Um, it's just really easy to lose heart and it's, and it's really easy to be yeah. an attractive representation of the person you want to ultimately be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sad and true that Stephen, if you, it's really easy to lose heart just like that. Someone can say the wrong thing. You know, your spouse cannot react the way you want them to react or kids could do something. But if we're constantly anchored in someone else's actions then we're just yanked around. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is is the other thing is you got to anchor yourself in the right place. What are your thoughts, Justin? Yeah, this this concept in last week's or or I don't know, just some of my favorite things to even discussed. Because this is literally how I became a special forces green beret. If you were going to sum up, Justin, why out of five hundred forty four people that you started selection with, two years later were you one of roughly twenty that graduated? Like these concepts were it. I wasn't the the biggest stud in the group or, or had more potential than anybody else. Like it literally came down to being able to hold on to these things. And, and a is going back to the exciting vision of having a vision, like in that world of like becoming a green brain and getting through it. But you want to talk about a challenge to hold on to a grateful condition when you're, you're coming through all these things of, of being tested and treated in ways that you, you didn't think that anybody would be allowed to legally treat you, but, and you volunteered for all this, mind you. Um, yeah, it, it was extremely difficult. And the exercise of being able to create that, like truly is what got me through, like being able to be grateful about something. And and to your point, like you can't be pulled around by what other people are doing when you start seeing other people quit or give up. And then on the flip side, going back to our first episode of the importance of having a buddy, like that helps because unquestionably there's gonna be times you're gonna get knocked down and you don't have the strength to eat yourself back up. Like you are going to want to quit. And life gives you plenty of reasons to do so. It's finding a reason and a challenge that's worthwhile to do it anyway. And, and sometimes that took somebody else, even creating some false motivation in me to like, when you haven't eaten and it's raining and cold and you've been doing this for six months straight, it's like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm checked this block enough. I'm, I'm done. Is, is this worth it? And then somebody else, you know, coming alongside to go through those sucky times with you, like, it just made a world of difference. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think about it like this too, um, is the, the, so many, I observe people that suffer unnecessarily because they, they, they don't do these things. And as a result, um, they carry a heaviness, uh, walking through the same thing other people are walking through. 
but they walk through it with this victim mentality. And, and the victim, oftentimes, it's not reminding themselves of the exciting vision and the grateful condition. It's, it's almost impossible to be a victim when you carry that kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, you, when you don't, though, it's really easy to uh, – we, we use the analogy of it, it's like sitting in a rocking chair. I mean, victims and, – and I'm talking oh, about yeah. you know not, not victims of crimes or things like that or, or abuse. I'm talking about just like people that choose the victim mentality that, you know, this is hard and, and it's all your fault. Um, they, they, it's, it, it blame, which is what unhealthy versions of a victim do, does is they, they blame it on outside circumstances, the, the current situation they're in. Right. Blame is like sitting in a rocking chair, keeps you busy, does not take you anywhere. <laughs> and, and, and when you, when you are, when you're in that victim mentality, unless you can get yourself, if you notice that one, you don't like it. It's ugly. People don't want to be around you. It's unattractive and you don't smell good. Right. That's the, that is, yeah. that is to sum it up. So it, this exercise is kind of like taking a shower, you know, kind of like making sure you, you're, you've made yourself beautiful it, it, as, as you can. It, it's getting that, that emotional fitness at its, at its highest level that it can be and continuing to do those reps. One, you're going to enjoy the heck out of life a whole lot more than you would have without doing this. You're going to have an excitement about where you're going and you're going to have a gratitude about where you are. And you're just going to travel lighter. And your practice, this is a consistent thing that we look at with hundreds of thousands, not thousands of advisor practices that you would all look at and say, that's beautiful. These are, these are cornerstones. And they're not perfect. You know, no, everybody has bad days, right? I'm not saying that. But, but doing this work is, is, is worth it. And it gets over me. Hmm. Yeah, I, th- I want to encourage those who are listening. Um, you know, some of these things are pretty heavy. And I think that it's... Um, and one of my favorite singer songwriters, again, David Wilcox, and he had this story about, um, and someone said, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, you know, relationships are a lot of work. And I think this business, anyone who's been in the business and is doing well, would just say, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And there's this great phrase and I don't, it's not specific to, to relationships or, or work, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, but it's good work. If you can get it, meaning it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. You know, and, and I, I think about uh, an attitude of being grateful. Um, and I will not get emotional. I'm reminding myself to say this before I get emotional. When I was in high school, my freshman year, going into my freshman year, there was a young man named Zach who was going into his senior year who passed away over the summer. And I knew him from church a little bit. We kind of gone to the same school, but he was far enough ahead of me that, you know, he was. I didn't, I didn't know him real well. I would, he would have known me. I know his name, but we didn't hang out or anything. And I was working for the high school newspaper and I got to go interview his parents. Um, cause there was a lawsuit cause you know, what happened was this tragic accident and there, someone else was at fault. And, and I can just tell you that, that if, if you want to be, have a grateful condition, talk about uh, when you're frustrated with your children's a- actions, talk to someone who lost a child. Mm-hmm. And suddenly you go, you know what? I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my pain and a blankety blank son right now because at least he's here. Right. Um, and so again, I think there can just be so much that we could apply that to that a grateful condition comes out of a perspective that I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying that you can get through it. You can get through it if you choose to have a grateful condition. Uh, but it is a choice. Wes, how would you like to close this up? 
Yeah, I would I would close it up. Just remind everybody, this goes back to that design and remind daily exercise we introduced last week where you design and remind yourself of your exciting vision every day. It takes 10 minutes. You just read it and, and make changes if you want. But also you, you design and remind your grateful condition by going through, literally counting your blessings um, and, and the things that you are appreciative of that have happened. And, and just the world that's wrong and the world that's not where you want it to be, it just, it's still there, right? But it doesn't, mm-hmm. it just doesn't bother you as much. Um, yeah. There's a song that you can uh, pull up. Um, and I, I love it. It's a Trace Atkins song. It's old. And it says, uh, you're going to miss this. Is the mm-hmm. name of it. So if you if you've ever heard it, go pull it up. But kind of the theme of it, it, it the the words. I'm not going to sing them. I will save that everybody from that. But I'll speak. Thank them. you, Wes. Thank is, you. Uh, is is you're going to miss this. And then, by the way, the the background of the song is you've got a kind of a, a young lady that's going through various seasons of life, from childhood mm-hmm. to early motherhood to these different stages and seasons. And there's all these things going on, and uh, that could be interpreted if interpreted good or bad, right? And the, the, but the theme that it keeps coming back to is, is it says, you're going to miss this. You're going to want this back. You're going to miss mm. these. You're going to wish these days hadn't gone yeah. by so fast. These are some good times. So take a good look around. You may not know it now, but you're going to miss this. And, and we get as busy as we are, you know, we're going to miss this. We're going to miss. So count it and, 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 and put it as a monument, celebrate it. Um, not an absence of ambition. But a gratitude for where you are and your way to where you're going. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we're going to get some more listens to the good old Trace. Good old that's Trace Atkins. Right. You're going to miss this. I, oh, yeah. And I, I have not. <laughs> that's right. I have not listened to that song in a long time, but it is great. So, uh, folks, thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's uh, episode. Uh, if it's been an encouragement to you at all, um, please take a moment. Just go leave us a review. We really appreciate that. Uh, appreciate your feedback. And most of all, we appreciate you applying what we're talking about. Um, we want to improve your life and your practice, your business. Uh, and so please implement and um, let us know what fruit you see from your investment into yourself, into your life. Thanks for your time and thanks for listening. 